MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. What a wild Saturday, if Friday and Saturday in college football that we had setting up championship week with so much on the line. The college football playoff rankings will have a major shakeup come Tuesday night, and the odds to win the title absolutely have been shaken up as well. Everyone wants to talk about an expanded playoffs in college football to give other teams a chance, and I argue against it every year, and I even tweeted out, and you guys can follow me and tweet at me, please, at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R, that I completely disagree with an expanded college football playoff because we already have an expanded playoff system. These games at the end of the season are playoff games. Ohio State-Michigan was a playoff game. Michigan moves on. Ohio State doesn't. Oklahoma State-Oklahoma was a playoff game. Oklahoma State moves on. Oklahoma doesn't. Championship week is a playoff week. Alabama-Georgia is a playoff game. The Big Ten Championship game is a playoff game. You have to stop thinking about the playoffs in terms of just the four teams that get in with the chance to win the national championship and start thinking about these games that lead up to the choosing of the four teams as playoff games, and there's your your answer. 
There's your expanded playoffs. We don't need anything more than this. And let's be honest. We are just a week away from a chaotic scenario in which we might be struggling to find a fourth team. Let's take a look at what we had happen on on this week, okay? Georgia wins. They're number one. They're in the college football playoff guaranteed, win or lose against Alabama. Ohio State loses to Michigan. Michigan will replace them as the number two team in the country. You want to bump Alabama to two? Go right ahead. You want to put Michigan at three? That's fine. What we know is that Michigan will be two or three. Cincinnati wins. They're still in the top four. They're number four. Oklahoma State, with a win over Oklahoma, will move to number five. Notre Dame, they finished their season off in style. They'll be number six. Baylor will be number seven. And then you'll have Ole Miss, number eight. Uh, you know, whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter after that. When you look at now what could happen this week in terms of the college football playoff rankings, you could have a scenario in which Iowa beats Michigan. And right now, that game, Big Ten championship game, Michigan is an 11-point favorite. But it could happen. We're talking chaos here. Let's say Michigan loses to Iowa. And uh, by the way, I'm betting Iowa. Okay? It's a total letdown spot for Michigan. Yes, I know the season, the, the playoffs are ahead of them. But they just won a championship game. If the season ended today, they're champs in their eyes. They beat Ohio State. For the first time under Jim Harbaugh, they beat Ohio State. That was their championship. If there was ever a letdown spot, it's against an Iowa team who at one point this season was the number two team in the country. They lose to Purdue, bad loss. They lose to Wisconsin, who was playing good football for a stretch. But they've bounced back from those losses with four straight wins to finish the year and put themselves in a position to win the Big Ten. Iowa could win this thing. Heavy underdogs, but they could win this thing. That's the first domino to fall. You could have Georgia just blow out Alabama. Right? Because everyone believes that Alabama has a chance to get into the playoff, win or lose. Win, they're in. We know that. Lose, though, I don't necessarily think that's the case. A two-loss team, till now, has never made the college football playoff. You still have teams like Notre Dame on the outside looking in and Oklahoma State on the outside looking in. Both of those teams, well, we know Notre Dame is already done. They're 11-1. and But Oklahoma State could finish 12-1 and with a win over Baylor. In the Big 12 championship game, that team's a playoff team over a two-loss Alabama. So it's not guaranteed that Alabama gets in. And if Georgia blows out Alabama, the two-loss Alabama conversation's completely done. 
The only way that Alabama's in is if, like, you know, oh, they lose by last-second field goal and they, they actually had a lead or whatever. So to, to have Alabama as the second favorite to win the national championship, even at plus 650, to me is a joke. Because I, I don't think they're guaranteed to be in. So that's just whatever. Let's say Cincinnati loses to Houston. And I'm betting Houston, by the way. Let's say Cincinnati loses to Houston. Cincinnati's out. You could have a scenario. Michigan out with a loss. Cincinnati out with a loss. Alabama out with a loss. And then what if? I mean, could you imagine? We're talking total chaos. What if Oklahoma State loses to Baylor? Oklahoma State's a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Baylor. What if Oklahoma State loses? Your, your, your college football playoff is going to be Georgia number one, Notre Dame number two, and then who are we putting in? Does Ohio State get in after losing to Michigan and then not playing for their conference championship? Does Michigan get in with a loss to Iowa? Does you know, Do you put Iowa in? No, you're not going to put Iowa in. Does 10-2 Ole Miss get in that didn't play for their conference championship? Does Baylor get in after winning the Big 12 and being an 11-2 team? It's crazy that those are the scenarios that can happen. And last week, I talked about the best bets to win the national championship in terms of value was the Big 12 at plus 5,000. Oklahoma was plus 5,000. Oklahoma State was plus 5,000. My thought process behind it was the winner of the Big 12 with only one loss, whether it's Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, gets into the college football playoff. And then once you're in, you're sitting with a plus 5,000 ticket. You could easily hedge off of it, bet against them in the semifinals, bet against them in the finals. But at plus 5,000, you got a great ticket on your hands. The odds right now have gone down Oklahoma State is plus 1,400 right now to win the national title. But I'm starting to even think about where the real value was last week. And maybe I didn't think about this enough. But the real value was Notre Dame. Because I just was under the impression, and I talked myself into, into thinking this, that the lack of a championship game hurts Notre Dame. That when it comes to pinning them up against the team that's, you know, from like Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State gets in over Notre Dame, which I still agree to be the case. And yes, if Alabama loses by a last-second field goal, then maybe they get in over Notre Dame. So I was just very against Notre Dame. But now that I think about it, the fact that they don't play a game is actually to their advantage. That's it. Their resume's over. They're 11-1. and one. They lost to Cincinnati, the only loss on their schedule. And that team that they lost to is undefeated and ranked number three right now. And Michigan could lose to Iowa. Cincinnati, I guess, could lose to Houston. Oklahoma State could lose to Baylor. They're the smallest favorite out of all three of those. And yeah, Alabama could lose to Georgia. So all these teams that are ahead of Notre Dame could lose. And they are just sitting here waiting 
for people to lose and for them to get into the college football playoff. Right now, Notre Dame, in my opinion, will be ranked sixth. Oklahoma State will be ahead of them. If Oklahoma State and Alabama lose, Notre Dame is in the playoff. For even if Cincinnati wins. If Cincinnati wins, it's even better for them. And then one through four is going to be Georgia one, Michigan two, Cincinnati three, Notre Dame four. All that needs to happen. And so looking at the future odds to win the national championship, Notre Dame was at plus 5,000. That value is now gone. But they're at plus 2,500 now. And that still holds value. Because you get them at plus 2,500. Yeah, I'll make the joke. Them against Georgia in the semifinal, you might as well make Alabama. uh, Might as well make Notre Dame plus 2,500. They're going to be like plus 450 in that game. But you got them at plus 2,500. Then if they win that game, anything could happen. But that would certainly hold value. So at plus 2,500, I think Georgia beats Alabama. And maybe there's a chance Baylor beats Oklahoma State. And if those two things happen, Notre Dame's in the playoff. At plus 2,500, that is the best value on the board right now to win the national championship. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll take a look at the lines for championship week, as well as the potential odds come the college football playoff. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Cyber Monday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Picked up this bad boy at the VEASAN store. Got my plus three and a half t-shirt. You can see it there. And... Uh, the great sports betting analysis when it comes to college football in our vcin.com best bets article for college football on Saturday, six and one. Six and one in our picks. Not too shabby, including some underdogs that won outright. So uh, interesting stuff there. And speaking of college football, we got championship week coming up. It's going to be an absolutely incredible week of football that uh, will determine who's going to go to the college football playoff, and who is out. Uh, let's take a look at the championship games. We have, on Friday, the Pac-12 title game. The Oregon Ducks against the Utah Utes. Uh, two Utes, that's what I said. That game being played right here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Utah is, give me two, is a three-point favorite in that game over Oregon, and hard to think that we're going to see a different result than the last time these two teams played. Yeah, that game, obviously, being in Salt Lake was a huge factor, so maybe there's a bounce back from Oregon. I thought Oregon was impressive against Oregon State. Anthony Brown certainly played a great game. Uh, the total in this one is at 60, 
So uh, it's now down to two and a half. Utah minus two and a half with a total of 60. That's going to be just an incredible game. Baylor-Oklahoma State on Saturday in the Big 12 title game is now down to four. Oklahoma State is a four-point favorite, total of 46 and a half. I kind of lean towards the over here at first glance. Oklahoma State's defense, though, has just been so good this season. Uh, But both these teams can score. Uh, I kind of like the over. Um, And I think Baylor could very well win this game. Very easily win this game. So that's one to watch. It's at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. So you would uh, think that, you know, both fan bases will be represented. But uh, I do like Baylor plus the four points. And I think Baylor on the money line is worth a little bit of a sprinkle here. Uh, Other big championship games, and we'll get to some of the smaller ones as well, but the big ones here. Let's get to the SEC. Georgia is a a 6.5-point favorite over Alabama with a total of 51. No one playing better football than Georgia from from beginning of the season until now. No one's been better. Defensively, they are um, absolutely the most dominant team that I have seen in a very long time. (laughs) Georgia has only allowed seven touchdowns this season on offense. Seven. Like, how incredible is that? Seven touchdowns. Clemson's the next best. They've allowed 17. So... Georgia is the best defense in terms of yards per play, yards per game against 230.6 yards per game against the best defense in college football. Not even close. Scoring defense. The Georgia uh, defense has only given up 83 points. And they average 6.92 points per game. Next best defense is Clemson, 180 points. It's just unbelievable how good this Georgia team has been. No one's better. So, yeah, I think Georgia bets beats Alabama, and I think it's not going to be that close. Uh, will there be moments where it's close just because it's Alabama, just because it's a high-leverage situation there in Atlanta? Okay. But Georgia's been that impressive this season, and I would expect them to roll. In the American Championship game, Houston and Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the home team in this one only because they are the higher-ranked team. Both teams went undefeated in the American Athletic Conference. They did not play each other in the regular season. Cincinnati is 12-0. Houston is 11-1. Houston has won 11 straight games, though. They lost their first game of the season to Texas Tech. They have won 11 straight. Cincinnati, obviously, has won 12 straight. Uh, Cincinnati is a 10-point favorite. I am betting Houston. I think Houston has a chance to win this game. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line at plus 330. Absolutely. The playoff implications on the line for Iowa and Michigan. Michigan is a 10.5-point favorite against Iowa. 
Michigan wins. They're in the college football playoff. Iowa, this is a team that was one strength, number two in the country. They have pulled themselves together after two bad losses. They've won four straight games, coming in, playing good defensive football. Uh, I like Iowa in this matchup, especially uh, coming against Michigan, who, frankly, might be still celebrating that win over Ohio State. And yes, I know that they still have goals. The goal to win the Big Ten right there in front of them. The uh, national championship still right in front of them. A win and they're in. But that was the biggest win in recent program history. It's the first time under Jim Harbaugh that they beat that they beat Ohio State as about a touchdown underdog to win that game. I think it's a very easy opportunity for them to let down, and they could still very easily win this game against Iowa. Yes, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but I, I think they could easily win against Iowa, but I think Iowa keeps it close, and I would bet them at plus the 10.5. So I like them plus the points. Uh, Wake Forest and Pitt in the ACC championship game. Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite. The total in this one 72 and a half. <laughs> and why not, right? Both of these teams can absolutely score. Kenny Pickett's going to get an opportunity to take that Pittsburgh offense against this Wake Forest defense. And I honestly don't know what uh, to expect because I think Kenny Pickett can throw for 500 yards in this game and like seven touchdowns. Sam Hartman, though, has had a great season for Wake Forest. And this one could, yeah, it's probably going to be into the 70s. 72 and a half points. By the time this thing kicks off, it might be at 75. And we've seen these totals from Wake Forest uh, go up throughout the weeks as that, you know, you see the line and then it goes up. Last week, a 41 10 win over BC was impressive. Coming off the loss, 48-27 to to Clemson. So they beat BC coming off that loss. Very good bounce back spot for them. This is a team that defensively, I don't know if they can stop Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, It's going to be a very, very fun game. But you are getting this Wake team as a small underdog. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to go with with this game. I think Wake can win. Pitt, I believe, is the more complete team so far this season. But this might be one where you just sit back and enjoy the points because it's going to be two quarterbacks that are going to be uh, displaying some some special stuff. Uh, you got App State against Louisiana Lafayette. That's the Sun Belt title game. The backstory about this one is that you're going to um, Billy Napier is actually going to coach this game for Louisiana. It'll be his final game because he is leaving to take the job at Florida You wonder how focused he is on this game, and you wonder, does his team rally for him? Do they send him off in style, kind of like LSU did with Ed Orgeron on Saturday? App State is actually a field goal favorite in this game against Louisiana. Um, It's all about how the players respond. Do they fight for their coach leaving and send them off in style, or do they kind of get upset that he's leaving and don't have the same type of focus uh, when it comes to their preparation for this week. Uh, I think taking Louisiana with the points, they're at home. I kind of like it in this spot for them to send 
Billy Napier out in style. And speaking of coaching moves, you know, maybe that's why Oklahoma's looked bad over the past couple of weeks because Lincoln Riley was focused on other things. And, and I don't know if that's a good look for him, but they didn't look right, and he is now gone, and he will be the next head coach at USC. And Bob Stoop is going to Bob Stoops is going to coach Oklahoma during the bowl game. That's going to be fun because I'm going to bet on Oklahoma during the bowl game because of Bob Stoops. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is the Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Want to shift gears for just a few minutes and get into the NBA because uh, it seems like every night I'm talking about favorites winning in the NBA. It's the opposite of what's happening in the NFL. Uh, It's not underdogs. It's just favorites. In the NBA, there were five games on Sunday, and favorites won all five. Uh, Against the spread, it was 4-1 and with the only team that did not cover as the Lakers. But the Warriors were 2.5 against the Clippers. They covered. Milwaukee was 1.5 against Indiana. They covered. Uh, Boston, 1.5 against Toronto. They covered. Memphis, 4 against Sacramento. They covered. The Lakers, 10.5 against Detroit. They did not cover. Uh, But favorites just continue to win night in and night out in the NBA. Are there upsets? Yeah, of course there are upsets. But especially when you have good teams against bad teams or a good team against mediocre team, like the good teams are winning out. And so let's take a look at what we have here for Monday. You You have some opportunities, some betting opportunities on this board. And the spreads might be high. But as we've seen over the past couple of weeks, there are opportunities to possibly do some money line parlays with the favorites. The the, the Sixers are hosting the Magic. Sixers are 16-point favorites. Now, do you get any value putting the Sixers in a parlay? Not if it's only two teams, but if if you expand a little further, you might get some value. Thunder and the Rockets, I don't know if I want to touch that game. Hey, Houston's won two straight. Break up the Rockets, people. Two straight wins. Uh, OKC, and they're actually favored. Houston, two-point favorite over OKC. The Bulls, five-point favorites over the Hornets. The Timberwolves, four-point favorites over the Pacers. Mavericks, six-point favorites over the Cavs. You have the Wizards, three-point favorites over the Spurs. The Jazz, seven-point favorites over the Blazers. And the Clippers, eight-and-a-half over the Pelicans. Let's just play around with the money lines here and see if we can put together a plus-money bet on the board. Clippers money line against the Pelicans. Jazz money line against the Blazers. Let's go Bulls money line against the Hornets. Sixers money line against the Magic. Those are the games that we have on the board. And uh, no line yet for the Heat and the Nuggets. 
Not sure what the uh, spread's going to be, but the Heat are hosting the Nuggets in that one, uh, and I don't have a line on that game just yet. But on the ones that I just mentioned, Clippers, Jazz, Bulls, Sixers, it's plus 168, or plus 166. Four, the four heaviest favorites, well, no, let's put the Mavericks in there as well. Here you go, the five favorites on the board of over five points. So Sixers money line, Bulls money line, Mavericks money line, Jazz money line, Clippers money line, plus 270. Parlays, and I explain this every single week and every single night, it seems, when I talk about the NBA. Parlays are not supposed to be full-size bets. Parlays are not the, uh, you know, not a long-term profitable thing. Parlays are just marginal bets, sprinkles, chasing plus money value, seeing what you can put together. And looking at the way that the season has trended for the NBA and seeing these favorites winning straight up and a lot of them covering, I think that some of these money line parlays are worth a little bit of a look. And this one right here, five favorites, plus 270. You know, is it chalky? Yeah, it's chalky. But look at what happens on Sunday. Five games, favorites, 5-0. and oh. And some of these money lines were some of these money lines were small. You money line parlayed all five teams with all five favorites. You had a great Sunday. Lakers over the Pistons, Grizzlies over the Kings, Celtics over the Raptors, Bucks over the Pacers, Warriors over the Clippers. If you money line parlayed all five, you had yourself a very nice Sunday. Now, does it always happen? No. But for the most part, at least what I've noticed is I've seen favorites just do really, really well in the NBA, at least straight up. Maybe, you know, maybe the ATS numbers, not you, maybe the ATS numbers are not as great, but the straight up numbers I absolutely like. And so those are the games that you have on Monday. Sixers hosting the Magic, Heat host the Nuggets, Bulls host the Hornets, Rockets host the Thunder, it's the Timberwolves welcoming in the Pacers. Cavs are at the Mavericks. Spurs are at the uh, you know, Spurs host the Wizards. Blazers are at the Jazz, and the Clippers welcome in the Pelicans. Now the Clippers could be in an interesting spot because they're playing the second of a back to back. They just lost to the Warriors at home. I expect them to bounce back with a victory. Um, you also have the second of a back to back for the Pacers after losing to the Bucks. They will now go to Minnesota to play the Timberwolves. So it could be a, an, an, danger, an interesting spot to fade the Pacers there on their second night of a back-to-back. Uh, but there are some interesting games coming up this week. Uh, Tuesday night, you have a big game between the Warriors and the Suns. I mean, that right now, probably the best game of the year. And that's the first game. Uh, that is a TNT st- uh, marquee game on Tuesday night. You have the Warriors at 18 and 2, the Suns at 17 and 3. And is I mean these are the two best teams in basketball right now. The Suns have won 16 straight games. The Warriors though, they've won 7 straight. Warriors are 9 and 1 in their last 10 games. Uh in fact, the Warriors last loss was to the Hornets in Charlotte. Um, which that was a game I did not expect them to lose. You know, Steph Curry returning home. I thought maybe he'd have a good game. 
Uh, they lose 106-102. And then their other loss was 104-101 to the Grizzlies. This is a team that has lost two games only on the season by a combined seven points. And their point differential right now is they're at plus 13.7. In their, their their points per game is 114. Their opponent's points per game, 100.4. So they're averaging that differential of plus 13.7. That is the best in the NBA. And there's no other team that's in double digits. The next highest team is the Jazz at plus 9. And then the Suns are plus 7.6. But this Suns team, how impressive are they? 17-3, and three, 16 straight wins. And uh, the Warriors, though, they are off to an incredible start. The um, Warriors are only going to get better when Klay Thompson comes back around Christmas time. And they just, look, this is a team that had a couple of down seasons. Injuries, they've added up. They've drafted well, and now they find themselves back to where they were and probably a little bit better, dare I say. Now, looking at the NBA futures, could you bet on anybody besides the Warriors in the West? Warriors are plus 300. Lakers plus 380. Suns are plus 450. It's amazing. 16 straight wins, second best record in basketball, yet they're behind the Lakers in terms of the odds to win the Western Conference. Uh, That I don't understand. Jazz are plus 450 as well. In the East, the Brooklyn Nets are your favorite at plus 120. Bucks plus 350. Heat plus 600. Sixers plus 850. Bulls plus 1600. And to win the title, it's the Nets plus 240. Warriors plus 600. Lakers plus 800. Bucks plus 800. And I got to be honest, we just saw the Suns play the Nets in Brooklyn and win the game 113-107 and that's with the Nets having a big fourth quarter cuz they went into that game and they were down a lot more than that. They outscored Phoenix uh by double digits in that fourth quarter and they still lost the game by 6. Phoenix, playing better than anybody right now. So I don't know how you can bet against them. If the Suns are underdogs against the Warriors, which they might be on Tuesday night, you got to take the points and go with the Suns. Even though the Warriors have the best record, even though the Warriors have been just as good, maybe better, you get this Suns team that has won 16 straight games, you get them at home after they just passed that test going to New York, the double dip at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks, and then at the Barclays Center against the Nets. Forget about beating the Knicks, but beating the Nets on the second end of a back-to-back, very impressive. I'm Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter, at Scott's On Air. It's The Look Ahead, here on VC.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. 
Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Scott Zadenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. And I'm right now, I'm going to look far ahead. How far? To next baseball season. Uh, big signing here as the Major League Baseball hot stove is heating up. Kevin Gosman agrees to a five-year deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. And... The Blue Jays did lose Steven Matz to free agency, but replacing him with Gosman, I actually think, is an upgrade. And now I'm starting to look at the future odds for Major League Baseball. And what I'm seeing is the Toronto Blue Jays at plus 1,300 to win the World Series. And I think that they are a sexy team to bet on. And they, right now, it's the, let me run down the odds for you. Dodgers are your favorite, then the Astros, Yankees, White Sox, Rays, then Blue Jays. The reason why I like the Blue Jays so much is, and, and, and yeah, uh, uh, Kevin Gosman does help them in their rotation. But this is a team that absolutely has the talent to win. We've seen that. They lose Marcus Simeon, which is going to hurt them offensively. We'll see what their lineup looks like as we get closer and closer or as we progress through the offseason. They were 91-71 and last year. They came just a sniff away one game from making the postseason. They missed the postseason by one game. We know how talented their roster is right now. Again, losing Simeon does hurt. He had a monster year. He was an MVP candidate. We'll see how they replace him. They lose Steven Matz, but bringing in Kevin Gosman is an upgrade to their pitching rotation. Also, let's acknowledge um, what this Blue Jays team has gone through the past two seasons. They played, they didn't have a home because of COVID. Splitting time between their spring training complex in Florida, playing in their minor league ballpark of Buffalo, and then finally, last season, during this season, being able to return home to Toronto was huge. It obviously helped them in the second half of the season. Next season, they're going to start with a clean slate. They're going to start home. They have a home. It's Toronto. No more uncertainty about where you're going to be playing games, where your family's going to be living, where you're going to be located to start the season, and a month later, two months later. No more question marks. You know. Buffalo, we're home. The fact that they get to start a season like that, the fact that this team, again, is coming off a 91-win season with the young talent they have, 
You add a stud like Gosman at the top of your rotation to go with your Cy Young Award winner and Robbie Ray? I, I, I'm, I don't know. I just believe that this is going to be, um, you know, a, a very, very um, attractive team. You got to re-sign Robbie Ray as well, so that would be obviously the big thing. Uh, so you get Kevin Gosman now. Let's see. Pay attention to Robbie Ray. He's a free agent. You could pretty much, you know, obviously try and bring him in. Uh, bring him back after he just had a Cy Young Award season with you. I like the Blue Jays. I got to see. You got to see. Again, you, you can't bet it now. Let's wait and see what happens here with the offseason and how things progress. But a plus 1,300? Kind of like it. Kind of like it right now. Plus 1,300. Worth a little bit of a look for me. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Not much going on this week in terms of big top 25 college basketball matchups, but it is the beginning of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And Duke is coming off a huge win in a marquee matchup against Gonzaga. On Tuesday night, Duke will play Ohio State uh, on the road. Could that be a dangerous spot for the Dukies? You wonder what their ranking's going to be when the next rankings come out. Um, Possibly going to have them climb up from five and we'll see how we'll see if there's a little bit of a, a flip-flop there, but that's a huge win over Gonzaga. And now you just, you know, looking at this team and trying to project them moving forward. I really like what they bring to the table. Pablo Boncaro is best player in the country, you gotta believe right now. And so looking at this Duke team, they're gonna be favored. On the road at Ohio State, is that a dangerous spot for them? Is Ohio State a team that you can back in this spot? Ohio State 3-0 start at home this year. Uh, They lost to Xavier on the road. They beat a good Seton Hall team at home, though, 79-76. And then they lost uh, against Florida in the uh, Fort Myers tip-off, 71-68. But they kept that one close. It was a uh, buzzer beater that actually lost them that last game. So Ohio State can absolutely keep things close here against Duke. Curious to know what the spread's going to be on that game come Tuesday. But with Duke coming off that big win against Gonzaga, uh, maybe you know playing against Ohio State, not as sexy. But it is the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and you know there's pride on the line. And for Duke this year, they just are, you know, the team. They are the ones to back. Uh, The odds to win the national championship. Gonzaga is your favorite at plus 400. Duke is your second favorite at plus 800. It's the Coach K farewell tour. And with arguably the best player in in college basketball and Pablo Boncaro, who's now the favorite to win the Wooden Award at plus 400. Drew Timmy, your second favorite of Gonzaga, plus 550. How could you not bet on this Duke team? To make the Final Four, by the way, Duke is plus 260. To win the ACC, Duke is plus 190. But to win the national title, 
Duke plus 800 compared to Gonzaga plus 400. And maybe it's a little bit difficult betting a team to win the national title because sometimes when it comes down to March, it's all about the draw. Like, you could be the best team in college football, but if you have an unlucky draw and, you know, you're playing an an elite team in the regional final, then tough luck for you. And we've seen the best teams go into the bracket and not win the national title. I thought last year was Gonzaga's year. Um, You know, and... It's you know one of those things. Maybe it's going to be Duke plus eight hundred. Certainly nice. I think I'm a little more confident in just betting them to uh, either make the Final Four at plus two sixty or to win the ACC at plus one ninety. I do think that they're the best team in the they're they're they are the best team in the ACC. Plus one ninety to win the ACC is probably you know the odds are just going to go lower than that. You're not going to get better value. But I'm very curious to see what that spread is going to be like in that game uh, against in that game against Ohio State on Tuesday. Very curious about that. Again, ACC Big Ten Challenge, nationally televised game on ACC. You're coming off a game in Vegas, which was the marquee game of the year in college basketball. And now, it, again, it's, look, it's a long college basketball season. I can see that there are certain nights where you just don't get up. And maybe against Ohio State, it's a game that you don't get up for because uh, it's a game where you just, you know, a little bit of a Vegas flu. <laughs> just kidding. They're college kids. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Get back into the NFL coming up next right here on The Look Ahead as we look ahead to week 13 and see the odds and the popular trends in the NFL as well. Right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.